Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group Community Call in the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Today is Sunday, the 23rd of uh, July, 2017. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And let me do this real quick. Whenever you're ready, brother, I muted everybody. Copy that. Are you ready for me to take off? Yes, sir. The floor is yours. <laughs> okay, thank you. Folks, I thank you all for coming. Um, this tape, the uh, last two or three sessions have kind of been a different turn um, in the School of the Prophets because... Um, Some people, symbols, metaphors, idioms, numbers, things like that, come easy to them. And uh, some people, it's a little more difficult. Um, they can all get it. Some of them just have to sometimes work at it a little more. Um, and uh, But it'll come. And... Uh, I gave y'all references to William Henry, and uh, he is really, he's an investigative mythologist, and uh, he deals with uh, Anthony West and um, a great archaeologist, Egyptology. Um, He does like me, he goes back and he studied Schwaler de Lubitsch and all of these different ones, and um, I remember back in the early 80s studying uh, the Temple in Man. And, uh, man, let me tell you something. I picked up an awful lot, but it was because I had committed the Old and New Testaments of the KJV, basically, to memory. And uh, Silva, I used their methodology. Uh, Jerry Lucas and Harry Lorraine had developed the uh, meg, uh, the memory peg system, but I didn't really use it to learn the scripture. What I did was gave the mental programs and created the mental picture to see what I wanted done as if it was already done. And uh, my wife had been uh, moving some of the books around on the big shelf, you know, with all the law books and stuff like that, and she ran across an original Thompson chain, black leather, you know, full... Um, I mean, God, it was a very expensive Bible at that time, and uh, that was in, say, 76, and 
So if you bought a Bible that was between fifty and say eighty or a hundred dollars, I mean you you done bought some serious leather. And um I wore the cover off of it in six months. And so because it had a lifetime warranty, uh Thompson uh chain reference uh publishers uh, they put a second back on it. And so when you find it it's got two backs that's on the same Bible. And um, I had references and stuff like that, and so they were gracious enough. You know, they fixed it up for me really good. But uh, I had written some prayers, and these prayers were formulated on things that I understood in Scripture, and yet I used basically Silva's format as a programming of that prayer. And uh, she looked at me, and she walked in, and she said, Gary, I know now why you were so powerful back then, and they couldn't understand why. She said, oh, my God, to read some of this and what you said and the way you said it and the images you created in your mind when you've done it, she said, no wonder. She said, and then you've studied all these years. She said, that's why people call and want to come from everywhere it's because you put so much in that head of yours that you're literally a walking library. And um, I guess in an extent that's probably correct, but, you know, um, it's easy for you to do. And it's kind of like journey of a thousand miles starts with first step. And so when you start, it may look like a long journey, that first day or two or three, but if you just stick with it until you establish a habit of studying a certain way or reading at a time, there were times and uh, at that time I could read, uh, you know, I had the time, so I would read and study um, 18, sometimes 20 hours a day, and then when I wasn't studying or reading, I would uh, be doing the meditative prayer using the silver-type format. And, uh, man, my learning curve just went through the ceiling. And, um, I mean, um, it got to the point that I could go to a service and a preacher could be preaching. And uh, he would hit a spot in in his sermon, and he needed a scripture, but he didn't know what it was. He couldn't recall it. And so he would call me, you know, and call me out in the audience and, Brother Hickman, would you, uh, can you tell me what scripture this is? And he would be using just an idea, train of thought, but he wasn't necessarily quoting the scripture itself. You know, he was just kind of using that format as his underlayment. And um, so I'd have to ask him, well, give me a piece of it. <clears throat> give me a word. You know, let, let, let me have just a word or something of it so I know what uh, exactly what it is you want. And he'd throw me a word out, and bam, I'd carry him chapter, sight, and verse. And you can do that, too. Um, You may have a bad memory now, and it's probably because you've been programmed to have one. And um, you can can undo that program just like somebody done it, uh, whether they realized it or didn't realize it. Uh, But I'll tell you this much. The modern-day public school system is designed to dumb you down uh, they don't want somebody that knows something. They don't want somebody that's a and character. 
they don't want a, a, a chrismed one running around. Uh, they can't have gods out here. They don't pay taxes, and they don't do a lot of damn things. And that just pisses governments and religion off, you know. I mean, uh, what do you mean? Now, here I am. I'm the Pope. you got to bow down, suck up, and say hello, kiss my ring. Well, 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 well. Uh, they're probably going to tell that Pope to go fly, and he can't do it. And uh, government being the same way. And besides, uh, the analogies show that you can overcome um you don't want to destroy everybody that's in your path. But what you can do is that you can take that law and you can use it by praying or um, aligning it in certain ways that it literally is your fortress. And when they attack with whatever measure they met or meted out to you, uh, it will be returned to them in kind, but it could be uh, tenfold, twentyfold, fiftyfold, hundredfold, uh, or so much that uh, uh, they couldn't deal with it, just piled higher and deeper, as the fellow said. So, I mean, there's a lot of ramifications in this, and that's why it tells you um, you have spiritual mental weapons, and they can pull down and uh, do anything. Um, no power, no government, no army. Um, I mean, you, you, you can, God have mercy. Uh, some people want to know this, everything off the bat. You cannot give it to them. You have to allow them to wake up and begin to shape and mold and hone themselves into a receptive vessel that can use and control that with the compassion of a God or the God, so to speak, and uh, otherwise, we just have nothing but a planet full of tyrants. It'd be worse than it is now. So with that in mind, um, I was thinking about different things, how to uh, kind of get folks to stop and start really doing some deeper thought, some deeper study, and William Henry is a dadgum good sounding board to start with. Um, and he has one that I really like. It's called The Lost Secrets <laughs> Excuse me, of Jesus. It's a, a dual video. It's a... <laughs> Excuse me. That cold kept trying to come back, but I'm sitting him on down the road. But uh, with that, I'm going to head down the road in this particular class. And I, I hope that this class will cause you to think and uh, it will be informative to you. Um, there's things that only you can do. None of us, no one else can do it for you. I mean, we can, you know, pat you on the back and we can be your rooting section and all that kind of stuff. But um, there's some things, like the fellow said, uh, if you're going to swim, you're just going to have to get wet. There ain't no other way around it. So uh, with that in mind, this particular class was, um, uh, wow, I must have done something to it. It says 7-13-2017, and yet I know it was before that. Um, but uh, I... Uh, 
I had to twist it around a little bit uh, to present it, you know, for the particular class on TalkShoot. Now, Ryan Mine, go to the Prophets, Volume 6, 0006, 2017 SOP. And I titled it, No Mortal Hath Pulled Back My Veil. Are you a immortal? Here Ray Hickman. They also call me the White Wolf, Kunawaya. And as I said, according to this date, it was 7-13-2017, which happened to be my birthday, Monday. no kidding. But nevertheless, uh, there is the statement in the ancient writings speaking of Isis, the Milky Way, also called Mot, the mother of creation. Terms have been subverted twisted, altered, and changed, even taken over by another, a usurper endeavoring to steal the ancient original teaching and meaning from the people. It's like the term ISIS today. Uh, it's made uh, up to be a, a, a terrorist-type organization and nation, uh, and yet ISIS is really a name for the ancient Milky Way a good term, but uh, they have to turn some of those things around. And um, if you are not of the higher mind, the golden luminescence, the light or luminescent body, this teaching is not for you. I will be speaking to the light ones, some even call us and the Magdalene, Lucifer, a wonderful term meaning enlightenment, but some have perverted it to a derogatory term meaning. Mary Magdalene is still the radiant one, as is the Messiah of analogy. But, as Bob Marley stated, half of it has never been told. Truth is far stranger than fiction. And it can be easily hid in idioms, metaphors, allegories, symbols, parables, and numbers. But it is still true. St. Augustine stated, Truth does not have to be given and should not be given to all people. Messiah stated, Peter, whoever you remit their sin or ignorance, it is up to you even in your hands. And that word sin right there doesn't always necessarily mean uh, what people think it means. Um, William Henry brings out a point about uh, that uh, in the ancient text it revealed that when people turned gray-haired, um, that uh, it was a sign that they were not doing the offering, the service, the work. And, you know, I had talked about us doing our reasonable service in the New Testament and things of that nature. And, boy, they have really woven together uh, a wonderful story. <laughs> but uh, uh, they have really cloaked it. And uh, those parables and idioms, et cetera, have just really been 
to the detriment of people in many ways, and yet uh, to others uh, it's been their salvation in the sense that they were able to get in and dig it out. So Hermes, also known as Thoth, Enoch described, speaking to his son Tat, Taote or Taote, Child, there is a race, even a body of people. They, my son, inhabit all parts of the known world. These individuals are never taught. For the higher mind is operating in them. My son, they are the immortal ones. Stories herein referred to and told are exclusively mental or spiritual in nature, another meaning and interpretation will not work. In the epic of Gilgamesh, he discovered he was two-thirds God, or divine. His quests were directed to achieving the other third, endeavoring to become whole. This is also a story revealing our quest and the two-thirds of the brain as the holy place, the vaginal subconscious, and the most holy place, the uterine womb of creation called the superconscious mind. Both of these two aspects are feminine in nature, that is, their methodology of action. Everything in the physical realm of matter is directly related to the mental or spiritual. As above, so below. And as within, so without. Where the mind goes, the body, biology, and the physical realm of matter changes to conform to the image held and dwelt on within the brain-mind complex of the temple body as a house or tomb as some prefer to refer to the human body itself. <clears throat> there is also a direct relationship to the Milky Way, the great cosmic womb of creation called Isis, Mott, Inanna, Mary, and even the Magdalene as the perfumer, the one that anoints as the dove. Just as one cares for the human body and the physical, one must also care for and guard or direct the spirit or the divine mind within, accessed by us. Watch even guard over her or out of her for all the issues of your lives. She is always likened to a fertile, ovulating woman. And every idle word, thought, or action is recorded and immediately worked on by her. <coughs> she creates all things. She is the virtuous womb of man, works diligently and faithfully in all of her ways. In the day of judgment, is the day that we have thought on, dwelt on mentally, spoken about, even in jest. 
including the actions we take, they all manifest. Then we are all known by our inner thoughts and actions. We reveal what we are, a light bringer or an adversarial dark one going contrary to life and goodness. Everything we have done and are doing, even in our thoughts, are revealed, made manifest for all to see. It is the living law of creation. We are the creators and are the very image and likeness of the womb of creation, the mother principle of us all. Every military power is looking for the perfect weapon. They will never find it. It does not and cannot exist. We have the mind of God, one that has opened the electromagnetic energy gate that transcends time and space as we know it. The whole time is nothing. It is totally just a thought focused and held firm in the mind for up to 72 seconds that changes anything. Like it, lump it, it does not make any difference in your security clearance. It does not mean anything to me. We have the mind capabilities of the true God self. The state is not even in this game. It is only what you give power or attention to that is the situation that you must change. Remove the obstruction or obstructive situation. Ignore it. Make it irrelevant in your mind. It will disappear. You heard the old saying, out of mind, out of sight. It must have your attention to survive and harm you. There are three types of vimanas. The state is building and working on the lesser of the three. The subtle body vimana is the second. It's made by the Bach aspect of the mind, the subconscious. He can do far more than the conscious can. But the Merkaba, like luminescent body, the rainbow vehicle, and that's not talking about the modern rainbow movement. It's the light vehicle. It's above them all. And the reason it's called a rainbow is in Roy G. Vib is because there are various frequencies that you can shift and that vehicle we are in the key secret to attaining the luminescent body is to keep that thought picture within your own mind it is why the now note have no graven image before me is ahead of thou shalt not kill Come on, get real. There is a major key. 
it is the image. We are the image or the creator. A image is a picture, a exact representation. It is also ten times more potent than just saying a thing. You are the creator impressing and acting as you and me in physical matter. It is just that we must realize it and learn to transcend time, space, and dimension and realize that our divine self is unlimited. We are anywhere we put our mind or attention to without measure. Wherever we put our mind or thought to, we are there by the process known as entanglement. It is the automatic action of the torsion field, the field of change. Ezekiel, son of Buzi, also known of as the Buddha, a priest of the tribe of Levi, the sons of Aaron, priest of the most holy place. The blooming of the lotus is a blue lotus, but flames as a golden flame or a red flame in the illumination. Sometimes, Boozy, the Buddha, he is referred to as the golden Buddha. Many chrismed ones have come over the centuries of time to teach, be examples, and to develop their light body, known of as the Merkaba, the luminescent radi radiant body. Many high lamas, <clears throat> excuse me, and pharaohs studied the Egyptian Book of the Dead or similar writings. They were rehearsing the astral projection or OBE techniques that opened the wormhole to the dimension of the blessed called the afterlife or the netherworld, the exercising of the senses by the reason of their usage during this lifetime. The blue apples, blue grapes, and the pomegranates, the rod or wand, the ring all means something. Everything here named is a spiritual or mental action that brings about a three-dimensional effect in matter. You are learning to go in and out in the promised land and bring back great treasure or take the treasure of a fully developed light body into other dimensions and realms. VIA, the serpent rope, or the wormhole, even called a black hole. We call the spies at Jericho. They went into the city. They had to scale the wall. They were at the local high priestess, Rahab. 
She sat on the upper aspect of the wall, likened to the upper room. Well, faculties in Acts 2 are in the upper room, semicolon. The 12 faculties of thought were marshaled behind the veil. She is the one that has to give them safe harbor and assist them in going and coming over the wall by the use of a red scarlet cord, C-H-O-R-D, a scarlet flowing ribbon of, say, the starfire soma. It could be bottled and used as a anointing oil. Rashab is also initiated into the illumination and the anointing of the dove knowledge, a priestess of Isis. She eventually weds Salomon. Break it down. Sa-lam-on. That is a unique name also. Sa is a like serpent. Lam is a unique term relating to ancient India and Tibet teachings. You can look that one up. It'll be either spelled as L-A-M. It can also be spelled as L-O-M. And Lam was associated with the Montauk Project at uh, highly classified information there. And on is the term for like, as in the priests of on in Egypt. A word or a symbol can reveal many things for those with eyes to see and ears to hear. We are encompassed by so great a cloud of witnesses, we cannot say we are without a witness or a light to enlighten our minds, helping us to learn how to climb the stairway to heaven and walk the great milky white way. Joshua and Caleb stole took a huge bunch of grapes from the land of promise. What was promised? And where did such large grapes grow? You can't find them on the planet today. Not unless you know what Joshua and Caleb did. This act, in essence, made them two thieves. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, made them two thieves. From this situation, they had gained a secret of the Anunnaki, the Anunnaki, regarding the dimensional gate or door to the Milky Way. That word Anunnaki is also very unique. The various names associated with this area of interest also called the field of the blessed, even the Rainbow Bridge. As I've said, not the modern association with the Rainbow Movement, entirely different situation and process. Could these be the two thieves associated with Golgotha? And yet Golgotha, is it not also a symbol of the dead head, a symbol of knowledge? 
the place of the skull or cranium, as I said, referred to as the dead head, the three crosses. Could they be the learnings of the hidden software mechanism within the brain-mind connection that puts the three aspects of Gilgamesh back together in order for him to become a god or divine one? Subconscious and the superconscious mind already have the power of God. It is simply how we access and utilize it and them. It is the conscious mind that must be transformed. But the physical body cannot leave this three-dimensional plane of existence. It must put on incorruption and be transformed or changed and that only occurs by the renewing of our mind to be able to renew, develop, and reveal the Merkaba, the luminescent light body, our true vehicle, or you might call it our true chariot of the gods. We're not all going to die. We are and will all be transformed changed into this higher state of mind and being. Then, we can leave this earth plane of existence. The rapture theory that was initiated by the Jesuit Catholic priests in 1798 and later in the 1800s in the Irvington Church in England under Darby's teachings is truly a ruptured idea. The physical body cannot experience this type of scenario. It must be transformed or the body would not survive the transition. Mortality cannot inherit eternal life or age-lasting ability. It must be changed, even transformed. Think about it. Astral projection and OBE are spiritual mental events that occur while we are yet in this body. But we transcend and step out of this body, but the physical body is still there. If you come back into that body, sometimes you'll have to wait for it to begin to reanimate. And the old hag syndrome is what is called when it feels like you can't breathe or you can't move, that body is having to wake back up. So you left in a light body. You opened a vortex in the mind. It is a learning ground for developing our luminescent light body. We intentionally disconnect from this human body, and we do travel in the mind. We are doing as Pharaoh. We are practicing the knowledge contained within the Egyptian Book of the Dead while we yet live. There's nothing we can do in this realm that is a benefit to us other than what we do to build and walk in the knowledge of the kingdom of God, even heaven, during this present lifetime in physical matter as we presently know it. 
We are further instructed that he that trusts in relies on the arm of the perceived strength of man shall utterly fail. That's pretty plain. Jacob Israel had to learn he could not walk in the physical external strength of man. Therefore, in the analogy, the sinew of his thigh, the strongest muscle of, of the body, shrank, revealing the essence of this secret meaning. If man continues today to stay in Babylon, a system of commercial law or a law and its artificial creations of man for profit and gain, a system of bondage actually called bonds. People today are still being put into stocks like cattle. (laughs) They just don't think of it that way. We have been converted to a number, a type of commodity or chattel, and are presently traded even without our knowledge or willing consent on the International Stock Exchange. The last time this occurred was in ancient Egypt, also called Babylon, Babylonia, on the ancient maps. Hebrews, not the Israelites, had to be driven out of this situation a land of commerce, they did not leave willingly. It appears that the same situation may have to occur again to awaken the people. Then again, in the second chapter of the book of uh, Luke, a physician, now notice, a physician here. There's something going on here in Luke 2 in the second chapter that a physician is required. Physician, heal thyself, and he's referring to us. Tiberius Caesar exacted a tax on the whole world. That tax has never been rescinded. Man again began to be subjugated and brought back under the clutches of Rome, attenuation of Egypt and Babylon in many respects. Today, It is Great Britain, the Brussels Swiss banker merchants, the Federal Reserve, the IMF, the USA uh, Incorporated, under the control of the crown, that old London City Rothschild banking cartel, in cahoots with the Vatican Bank of the Roman Empire's Roman Catholic Church and their emperor pontiff. Pope Francis. There is nothing new under the sun. It may change and morph into something that appears new, yet it is still the same. People are only given or allowed enough perceived pleasures to keep them quiet and entertained. If not the Roman Colosseum, then a football, baseball, basketball, hockey, soccer, or some other type of gladiator sport, keeping the sheeple occupied. The creation of terror plots and propaganda news all to control and direct the lives of the people. Distraction and division of the people by turmoil, anger, and race baiting so the people will not stop 
think, and change. A war mentality economy is the agenda, not a state of peace, love, and harmony. There is no profit in peace, love, and harmony. Neither is there any profit in cures and healing. It is a profit-greed-based system. It must fall. It is like a motor that is out of balance. It can't help but tear up. Destruction is built intentionally into it. This is exactly why the governments of and religions of man can never prevail. They are designed to control and use the people. They are the system of anti-Christ. They want a man to only look on the outward. We must turn away from them and look within in order for us to change and overcome. Many today teach a literal interpretation of the scriptures while the scriptures continue to affirm that the teachings of the Messiah teacher are only recorded and spoken in parables, idioms, allegories, metaphors, these being a sometimes fictitious story to convey a hidden meaning. Even the safe and true knowledge of how and where the sun gaze is hidden. It is a means of building up the beneficial vibrations from the sun that are emanated and have come from the Milky Way Center. They assist us in upgrading our spiritual or mental frequencies, just as grounding on the earth assists us in rebalancing and dissolving the stress that has built up in our lives a discharging of the negative energies. Our whole intent, as the Cathars and others talk, should be to be single-minded in our study and diligence in dissolving or discovering. Study and diligence in discovering our light body and developing how to use it. We are not of this world of matter and limitation, although we do live, dwell, and gain experiences during this present lifetime. The scriptures also teach we are in the world, but we are not part of it. Natural energy healing and medicinal plants the use of those plants, their leaves, roots, fruit, and nuts, along with the spiritual usages of mushrooms and other ethanogens or ethogens, assist us, just as the scriptures do teach. Every green herb of the field, every plant, tree, etc., that bears seed within itself shall be for our meat. Meat here used means food, medicines, whatever we may require for our sustenance and usage. A shaman or a true prophet knew the usage of herbs and the various means of mental healing and special sight. Those that can see far from wherever they are. The gifts and abilities of the usages and powers of the mind, even the divine mind, as it operates in and through us. Even by our directed will. 
governments and religion, they do not want the people to use, adhere to, or listen to anyone that has opened and gained the insight of the divine mind accessed from within each of us. This is why the Katars, Albigenesian, Chaldees, and the Gnostic Nicenes, among others, have been hounded, massacred, their property and holdings, along with their families taken, tortured, and destroyed, just to keep humanity from discovering and using the knowledge of truth in their lives. The people perish without true, unbiased knowledge. Most such individuals live simple lives and spend most of their time learning the secrets of the mind. This type of living to the state as a subject citizen that does not make the type of money or tax and tribute the state desires to increase the coffers of the state and its religions. Such individuals, families, and groups are a threat to governments and religion because they know the governments and religion are only an external veneer teaching an antichrist form of doctrine. Everything to them is exclusively an outward form of law, worship, and obedience to the state system, something the true believers continue to refuse. They know within themselves, and they do not require a pope to tell them the secrets of the divine, for we are part of it. To do your own thinking is anathema to them. You can even call it anarchy. Now, please go look up the definition. It simply means you can and have learned to do your own thinking and do not require government or religion to control and think for you. This is a terror and rebellion to the state and its system. The continued war of the old analogy of Enki and Enlil, even as Jacob, Israel, and Esau, the age-old strife of brother against brother, design control, subjugation, and possession of the other, greed, for lack of a better word, war versus the state of peace. The war of light and dark, yet both are required to reveal the other. I'm closing this teaching session for tonight. I would hope this will stimulate questions from each of you. The only bad question is the one that should have been asked and was not. So long. Let me kind of clear my whistle here just a second. And I'll give you some uh, recommended video links and things of that nature. Oh, oh my goodness, Christ. Let's see. Uh, the recommended links would be William Henry, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, he's a methodological researcher, investigative mythologist, a very intelligent man. Phone number 1615. Nine two seven eight six three. 
is P.O. Box 2143, Hendersonville, Tennessee. Email uh, 37075. His email, lowercase, William Henry at WilliamHenry.net. Some of his videos that I recommended were The Light Body Effect, The Anointing of the Dove, The Lost Secrets of Jesus, Stargate 2012, and Star Walkers and the Dimension of the Blessed. He has many books and DVDs, and I have to thank a young lady that's out there, Arizona, New Mexico way, uh, Little Al. She uh, graced me and blessed me with these, and uh, I have done my best to be faithful in using them to assist other people. The next would be look up the definition for LOM, L-O-M, or in brackets, L-A-M. Look up the definition and associations. Sa-Lam-An and Reshab. They were the progenitors of Boaz. Boaz and Yaquim, that's one of the pillars of the temple. Dick Sutton, S. U-T-P-H-E-N, Valley of the Sun Publications, Phoenix, Arizona. The tape or CD that you want is called Astral Projection. It teaches a very simple and easy lift-out mechanism or a step-out type methodology. Jose Silva, the original course and the original advanced courses, the Silva Remote View course, the Silva Ultramind course, and in my opinion, I still prefer the original courses because those two, they are the key found, excuse me, they are the key foundation enabling you to spread out and truly learn to fly and use your mind. Great man, Jose. Really fine man. Laura Silva, his daughter, from what I understand, runs the Silva Mind Control Institute in Laredo, Texas. And there are free courses from Jose available on the web. I can't say that they all come from Jose, but there's some nice stuff out there. But if you want to get a hold of Laura, um, and the Silver Mind Control Institute, I highly recommend them. Um, another one is, I, I've sent many of y'all this before, and like I said, I can't access it because of where I've got it stored. Um, but uh, Conscious Dreaming Project Manual. You actually can control and direct your dreams. They anciently are called and referred to as the forgotten language of God, so-called by King Saul. Look up sun gazing safely. And you can only use two times during the day, the very first 30 minutes from the time the sun cracks the horizon, and 30 minutes 
at the evening time prior to the sun absolutely setting. And uh, that reference you should be able to access. Uh, it was a man teaching it on the West Coast in the Seattle, uh, Oregon area. And then look up the definition of anarchy. And if you're hit YouTube, uh, there are videos on anarchy. And brother, they uh, can give you some real good insight, so that you realize that anarchy is not a terroristic event. It is just someone that's decided to do their own thinking. I was with um, Jacob and Kobe this afternoon, and uh, uh, I, I haven't ate fish in probably ten, well, seven years at least, because. Um, I wouldn't buy it out of the contaminated Gulf, and I didn't want it coming from Pacific, from Alaska to Chile. I knew things was going on, and then after the Fukushima deal, it really got bad. And um, I knew the effects, and uh, my granddaughter, uh, Shawnee, had went out on a shrimp boat and uh, with some friends that we uh, uh, know down in Cameron, Louisiana, and... Uh, they asked her out, and so she went. And um, she was telling me to come back. She said, Dee, I watched some of those people. said, those shrimpers would take, and other fishermen would take their old dead batteries, and they'd just drop them overboard right there at the boat launch. I said, what? She said, yep. She said, gee, that's poison. I said, yeah, it is. So when they were bringing in the trawl, you know, on the uh, net, um, she noticed that many of the shrimp had tumors on them, deformed. And we already knew that the uh, mammals, like porpoises and dolphins and things of that nature, uh, they'd started aborting their babies, bleeding to death, you know, uh, malnourished, uh, you know, a lot of things going on from that correction crap that, uh, blew up in the Gulf. And so uh, they had two boxes of them. I was at Sam's. And one of them was uh, Makers or Members Mark. And it said uh, Continental United States and Canada. It wouldn't tell me where in the hell that was. Well, that was $11 and something a box. And I said, nope, 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 nope. We don't want them. But there was another one that said, uh, Wild catch, North Atlantic cod. And so we took and we checked it out. Sure as thunder, they guaranteed it was uh, the fishing operation come out of New Hampshire. And um, so I bought one box and I got thinking about it because I knew everybody likes fish, but, you know, I mean, we gave up on salmon. We used to buy salmon by the case. And uh, since I couldn't get what we wanted, um, we just stopped eating it because nobody wanted to get sick. And so Jacob and I took off early this morning and run back down there. Just uh, I figured I better get a few while they had them. So we went in and picked up three more. That gave me four boxes all total. And I was willing to pay 14 and change versus 11 and change because... I knew where they came from. And so there's things that you'll learn to do. Um, I 
bought a brand new freezer will be an idea. It was my birthday, and so uh, uh, I told her I wanted to get a new freezer and upright, though, so I can find what I'm looking for when I'm cooking and different things like that. And uh, so she said, well, I'll tell you what. We found one, and uh, I'll give you $400 towards it. I said, I could deal with that. Because they already had a big special on it, you know, and then I got a military discount on top of that. So we went down, and uh, I got that dadgum big 21.7 cubic foot cross-free freezer for $667 and change. And uh, well, the next thing, you know, when you got one, you got to fill it up, right? <laughs> oh. We've been sticking a few things in there to kind of make it feel like it's worthwhile. But uh, anyway, Jim, uh, my damn go damn crazy ball. Yeah, brother, I'm I'm here. Uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to unmute it, and the ones that are on the phone call are the ones that have questions because a lot of them, I mean, quite a few guests have and said great, great stuff tonight. And... Uh, Michael Joseph saying, nice work, White Wolf. And well, I do thank y'all. They're really, uh, I mean, brother, what you brought out tonight, if that don't get their goat, so to speak, I don't know what will. I mean, because, I mean, it's it's plain as can be, front and center. So here I'm going to unmute everyone, okay? Well, folks, if you have a question or if you're on the phone or not on the phone but are going to get on the phone to ask White Wolf questions, feel free to do so now. I mean, that's what this call is all about, for us to come to to grow together, learn together, and to walk in that divine wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the Creator and who we really are and what we really are. So please feel free to... Okay. You know, to come in and uh, ask a question, and if you're gonna, if you don't want to be on the phone, type it in, and I will read it so White Wolf can answer. Oh, guest eight says White Wolf. What about yep. the red thread, the scarlet? Please elaborate further. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Well, dang, I'm going to kind of dip into next week, but two objects cannot occupy the same space at the exact same time unless they are operating or vibrating at different frequencies. And you can understand that from radio waves, telephone, you know, television waves, things of that nature. They're everywhere around us, and we walk through them uh, ourselves all day long. But until we develop a receiver or something to access that uh, range of frequencies, uh, you wouldn't know they're there. And um, the body, when you learn to breathe and uh, mentally putting your thoughts 
to increased energy, like creating a vortex around you, you change your frequency. Now, this is literally a secret that was really taught in 1st Earth Battalion, Wormhole Squadron, Remote View, and uh, with Special Forces. But uh, they did not elaborate on all of this because uh, uh, you can get into super advanced weapons technology and and um, if you don't know how to use it and they find out that you know certain things, uh, they could tend to want to mess with you, you know. But um, let's just say that you sense a shooter. And he's out there four or five hundred yards. And you can sense him. It's like somebody puts their mind on you. You can tell that they're thinking about you. You feel them. And you'll hear them say, man, I feel them. It's just like they're looking at me. Well, when you do that, you take that breath and you put that vortex around you. What I just did is they can see me. But I changed my frequency. That rifle, that bullet, and that shooter, they are not at my frequency. That's why that damn bullet can't hit me. The Scarlet Thread has neonatal cells and foundation stem cells in it. Scripture does teach the life is in the blood. There was a specific reason that they hunted down a high priestess, especially ones that had the knowledge of perfumery and the knowledge of Isis and uh, the starfire soma seed. And um, preach it, brother. Preach it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm endeavoring to to say this, you know, and tap dance around it to a certain extent, too, because um, um, there's some of these people that, I mean, I've told this over the, the, the time, but uh, the Messiah in the analogy, when he revealed to them the real Eucharist, the sacred Eucharist, the forbidden Eucharist, many of them said, this is a hard saying. <clears throat> Who can do it? Who can abide by it? And many left him and no longer followed him. He asked Mary Magdalene even and the apostles. He said, shall you leave me also? Because she initially questioned him. And um, yet she was a perfumer. She carried the alabaster jar of anointing uh, oil. Sometimes you need to look up the term spikenard and uh, and scripture. And, and <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, it. Uh, there's a lot of things that when you get in there, you're gonna find that things have been changed. And uh, what they were doing was they were catching the Eucharist in their hand. It could be gathered, and it says, "What is it?" in some places. And they called it EATS, I-T-Z. And so what they did was they 
eats, they ate it. And uh, it's in the Grail lore. It's in the Celtic lore, the knowledge of the Druids, Cathars. I mean, very advanced knowledge because um, used correctly, it literally could cause the physical body to begin to rejuvenate. And um, you could enhance the energy. We've done, and uh, at Mind Lab and different places, they've been doing special research on it, um, using this 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 knowledge. Um, they had certain mushrooms that were also used, and um, you would hear them saying, "That great white way." And they'd be talking about the Milky White Way, and uh, they'll go on and they'll say. To heaven's Lapland. Lapland? Wait a minute. Laplander? What the hell is a Laplander? And uh, your people in Norway, up in caribou and reindeer country, well, what do they do up there in Siberian places like that? Those reindeer and those shamans, they will hunt the red with white spots, Amanita muscaria, and they would dry them in, in pine trees and conifers. And so that's where you have the modern-day look of, let's say, the uh, Christmas tree. And then once they were dried, he would carry them because, I mean, if you packed them with, I mean, I've gathered uh, a pretty good chunk of uh, Amanitas before, and, brother, let me tell you, until they get dry, them damn things are heavy. And uh, especially if you've got a bunch of them. But uh, you have to know what you're doing or you kill yourself. And... Um, I had a friend. I, I kept telling him about the uh, what we call it, the pineapple, the yellow orange with the white spots. And I said, "Son, you can't just dive off into this. We have to. It needs to be dried, and we need to test it with you to see if your system is allergic to the natural um, um, ingredients that's in this particular mushroom." Um, and um, he wouldn't listen. He found him a four-inch one, raw, fresh. So the dumbass goes home, and he eats that thing. Friend, let me tell you something. He comes so close to death, it was unreal. It almost shut down his kidneys and his liver. It took him three days to get to where he could walk again. So, I mean, some of this here is... If you do it right, it, you can use it for many things. But that sacred starfire soma is really a Eucharist. Now, this is my body, and this is my blood. And when you deal with Milstrom, you're dealing with blood iron-based. That's why anemia and certain things to prevent it was so essential. Um, but menstruum, semen, um, water, um, are all associated as the same thing in uh, many places. And so um, at the time of the flow, uh, the scarlet thread of redemption... <laughs> was uh, put out so that the Hebrews uh, would know how to come and go uh, at Rashab, who sat on the high wall of rule. 
And see, they called her a big fat whore, but she wound up marrying Salam On. Salam On. And consequently, her son was called Boaz, one of the pillars of the temple. And um, I'm going to say it like that and and just kind of let you do a little bit of thinking. And and, um, we'll go a little deeper next week. And um, um, if any of you have access to a couple of books by a lady named Barbara G. Walker, uh, she has a... um, Oh, probably inch and a half, two inches thick. Um, probably in close to eight by ten. Um, two really nice uh, books that she wrote. One of them is word definition terms, etc. Uh, ancient type terms associated with the feminine that you know where it really came from. And the other one is on the ancient symbols and stuff like that. There are things that are in there that if you can get a grip on them. Uh, they will really open your mind because uh, as um, as you learn to associate more and more things uh, with the meanings that you've read about, the stories you've heard from, you know, time we were knee-high to a puddle duck, so to speak, um, or since uh, Hector was in that uh, red wagon with them yellow wheels, as the old boy said, I mean, uh, some of these things we've been taught a long time. And they no longer mean what you think they mean. And um, But I don't really want to step into next week's class. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm giving you enough to kind of get you to thinking. Um, uh, but the Catholic Church forbid it, and so they still use the silver goblet or the golden goblet symbolizing the womb of the woman. Uh, they fill it with red wine, symbolizing her menstruum, and then they give you a little damn round wafer, symbolizing the ovum that breaks up. And so um, you just kind of put that between your gearbox up there and just see uh, <laughs> what you can do with uh, them two tablets of, uh, uh, of the law called the right and left hemispheres of the brain. That's really what Moses revealed to them, was the knowledge of the law of operation for the right and left hemispheres of the brain. Um, does that do uh, what they needed, Jim? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, and uh, guest state asked another question there. He said, uh, he says, please speak to the meaning of the hyssop thorn into the fire. Speak to the, to the what? The hyssop, hyssop thorn. Or thrown, sorry. The, the crown of thorns <clears throat> was not a physical woven fact crown of thorns like people think. Ralph Ellis is excellent on teaching you about that. It was a golden crown that had spikes on it, and they called it a crown of thorns, and it was really symbolizing light rays coming from the head. The hyssop, the reason that he was refused, was hyssop um, <clears throat> dipped in a vinegar, was a vinegar extract of uh, opium, also called wormwood. And it was bitter as gall, uh, although it would alleviate pain. And um, the, uh, they offered him the hyssop, and he refused. And um, so uh, you're really looking at a transition story, a transfiguration story uh, in the mind and how it operates. 
the three crosses or the conscious sub superconscious mind in essence, and yet the two thieves can be um, um, Joshua and Caleb uh, if you understand what they're talking about. And you must realize that they brought back on a stave one um, bunch of grapes. Now you tell me where in the hell you've got to go to find a stave that can haul off uh, a bunch of grapes. And the man eats the people up. Well, where'd they go? You think maybe they vortexed in and out? Um, then they also had the pomegranates. And yet these things also relate to the Milky Way. And uh, there's a lot of things that's going on there. Blue apples. You see people in, in uh, ancient texts, they're blue people. And yet we know that they physically live. Like Indra, Indira, his wife, different ones. And yet you can find the cities that they dwelt in. Well, why were they called blue? Why were they painted blue? Because they had opened this vortex to the field of the blessed, the land of the blue apples, so to speak, the land of the, of the grapes and the pomegranates. And they could step into this other realm. Go, my people go in and out. My sheep go in and out and find pasture. Average fella can't do that. So you've got to be a Hebrew before you're going to get to be an Israelite. Because an Israelite is someone that's opened the gate and has gained the powers of this God realm and can use them at varying stages of growth and maturity to their understanding. And um, so you're dealing with many, many things there. Um, but uh, things that we were never taught. Uh, they, they, they schooled that so far away, but yet they practiced every bit of it. Um, they used the, the, the pine cone for the pineal. Um, you look at the different fountains that's in the, in the courtyard at the Vatican. Uh, you look at uh, laid out, and the obelisk is in the middle of uh, the uterine square. Uh, they're in Vatican Square. And um, so she's been impregnated. And then the Vatican Basilica is lined up perfectly. Um, um, Michelangelo was commissioned and ordered, directed by one of the Pope uh, Caesars. And um, he ordered him to move it 100 feet, basically, under penalty of death. He better not break it. And so Michelangelo was the one that lined it up. But um, I hope that's helping you. You there, brother? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, no, I just wondering. I mean, it went, you were talking. Well, I, I, I said I hope that's helping you, and I stopped to see if there was any more questions or anything. Uh, I'm, I'm reading here. When he asked about the Hyssop throne, not thorn, I said thorn, but it, it was the throne. You said the Hyssop throne? Yeah. That's what he was talking about, the hyssop throne, you know, into the fire. Hyssop, hyssop, intro. Uh, uh, I think oh, he means, like, throw it into the fire or something like that. Oh, he must be talking about the three Hebrew children um, that were kept. Notice, three Hebrew children. 
you're really looking at uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and uh, yet they were also the king's seed of Hezekiah. Um, uh, they'd just been castrated, and uh, probably, you know, brother relationship somehow, a half-brother, whatever, to Daniel. Um, and uh, when they were thrown into the fiery furnace, the fire of trial, uh, the king was seeing that no matter what the hell he wanted to do, even his men were being killed. See, when you step into that other realm, that fire is at a different frequency. It could not burn them. And see, this is what uh, those of the ghost dance were endeavoring to do, was to put on the shirt of immortality. Uh, you know, like uh, in, in Iron Palm, and, and um, um, you know, and you put on the, 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 the shielded... Uh, uh, like knowledge uh, and you can take hits you know to the body uh, and it not hurt you and uh, so you're putting on that uh, that uh, invincible shirt um, you might call it the whole armor of God say in the New Testament and so he called them back out because the fourth aspect uh, the son of God in other words your fourth higher aspect was revealed your light body your macabre was revealed and so the king in the physical realm is having to acknowledge, well, wait a minute here, dude. I mean, I may have a, a metal bimana out there with plastic, and it'll do every damn thing in the world. But them boys, got, they got one of them subtle body ones over yonder, and they got that light one over yonder. And I done found out we can't do a damn thing. They don't want them. And so the king kind of got attitude adjustment. There's also a story like that, that relating to Abraham in some of the old, old texts. Yes, sir. And I was thinking about, you know, Lot and his family. Uh, when the, Do you want to know? No, about Lot and his family when the, uh, the, the messengers came and told them that they were going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, told him to flee, but then Lot asked him a question: How could I get to a place where that, you know, a small city or something, to far enough away? Because he had to leave the the so-called valley or wherever they were at. Yeah, well-watered plains of Sodom. Yeah, and he told him, "Well, well, we can do nothing until you get to us." that certain place that you had mentioned, which was Zohar, I believe. And, yeah, he uh, had to go to it. He went to the cave in Zohar. And um, see, his wife turned around and looked back. In other words, she could not leave what was behind her. Therefore, she became party to it. And destruction is laid out. And so she becomes a pillar of salt. Uh, and in that sense, it's probably a salt ash or salt potash, you know, from, um, let's say, radiation. Yes, and sure. um, if you check over there, you'll find that there's um, silica glass and things of that nature um, that only comes from, say, a radioactive explosion or fallout. And um, the Dead Sea is probably where it was. And um, um, so, I mean, you, you're, there's a lot of things that's going on there. Um, and then, 
see, uh, they got uh, Lot, a righteous man, drunk, and his two daughters, one slept with him one night and the other slept the other night. And they're revealing the principle that when uh, multiple women are in a household, whoever the dominant woman is, um, all the other women will blood cycle on a monthly basis to that dominant female. Then, um, uh, consequently, that's one of the reasons that both of them could cycle and become pregnant in the sense that they were telling it in the story. But um, um, they said because of the fact that they were involved in incest, damn, every Pharaoh and whoever out there was involved in that. I mean, that wasn't a thing. It was just that they maintained the, the power of the blood lineage. And um, uh, the certain attributes and traits were involved in certain families. That's why they all had to keep going back to uh, Sarah's uh, kin to, to find a new wife for, say, Isaac and uh, for even Jacob, uh, because that was a lineage line of high priestesses. And um, so, um, as you as you begin to look at a lot of this, uh, there's so much information that we can fill in um, uh, and and see the dead head was a uh, a skull uh, that was symbolizing information, illumination. Well, damn, didn't Rachel steal her daddy Laban's teraphim, which was specially prepared skulls, and she sat on them uh, under a, a pile of rugs and clothes and uh, claimed that she couldn't get up because she was in that, uh, the menstrual way, and so they didn't search that because that's where the, the heads were. And uh, Laban had to go someplace else to someone that had the dead head and know how to use it, um, you know, to be able to get insight. Um, I'm kind of throwing a few things around that there, but when you get to uh, Ruth, Ruth was of the tribe of Moab. Um, and Moab was one of those that was forbid because of the incest in King James from ever coming into the congregation of the ever-living. And yet, there she is. She's, she's one Mary's Boaz, dude. I mean, come on. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I got another question here. It's uh, Numbers 19.6. It says, And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet and cast it into the midst of the burning of the heifer. Oh, okay. See, they're they're going through a special sacrifice. That was the red heifer process. And um, um, well, he was saying that it, he has something else. that says, uh, "Ask for for you to elaborate as in flower or flower." Or flower. I think he's uh, asking it. Is it you know according to the scarlet thread? Well, you know, see, flower is like a meal, um, and when you put uh, <clears throat> flour, you're implying a bread. You're um, you're implying something that's going to be ingested. And um, so there's many secrets because, see, you have to remember now, Patriarchy came online, and they put the women out of the temple. But yet, when you get all the way down to the New Testament there, it talks about Mary 
she never departed out of the temple. She lived in the temple. Well, who else was in there? Uh, there was a, a prophetess named Anna. She dwelt continually in the temple. Let me tell you something. The women didn't just arbitrarily live in that temple uh, because they wanted to. Those gals were special women. And so there's a lot of things that's really taught or known, but they're not they're not revealed or openly told to people. See, that's what Saint Augustine was talking about. He didn't want to tell them people everything. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I need to I'm sure I'm answering his question. Yeah, he I'm said the it's got some damn good questions. It's just um, sometimes you... He put down there, Minstrum, Lily, or Lotus? The Lotus is symbolic of the dried lotus flower on the end of the boats. It's symbolic of a wormhole. <laughs> the uh, Certain sexual acts open certain gates of the mind or spirit. And they can facilitate it. And um, tremendous energy can be built up and stored, transferred. Um, the power that's in that menstruum, like I said, that's stem and neonatal cells, and it's iron-based. And um, if you know the secrets and you use it according to that, I'm here to tell you, one of the scientists at the test site um test lab site um um they had a, a you know beautiful young gal there and she was cycling and so they used the moon cup uh, and uh, captured um the samples and uh, they were going through and doing all the test analysis and he decided well hell he read about it and he knew that everything that they read and studied and it was the same thing and so he decided that He'd just uh, give it a whirl. And so uh, he took a sample and uh, ingested it. He had so much energy that he could no longer continue working. He had to go take off and run. And he ran, I think, a couple of miles or something just to be able to get his energy calmed down enough that that he could go back and, and work. It was just a little bit and bigger. And see, that's really part of the secrets. And so um, a pharaoh couldn't be a pharaoh unless that high priestess anointed him. Jesus had to be anointed in order to be the high priestess king in the story that you read about in the King James. Um, And yet that term has to go to another place with another name with it. Uh, he was more correctly known by Isa, and um, his mother uh, was an Iranian queen. Hell, they can't have that today. And um, uh, he was uh, part Iranian, and the kingdom of heaven was in reality up close to the Nile Delta and uh, was in that area. And uh, But see, that screws up their story. And... Um, they, they they can't let you know too much about where this is and that is because you'll uncover real quick the lies that they've told and then you won't follow them. And um, 
So you you have to really, I mean, we've been fed a bill of goods in a lot of ways. And, um, man, I've wore Bibles out, but I have no idea. I've got them here that you'll pick them up and and you have to really hold them or they'll just slide smooth out of the covers. Um, The gilding gone off all the pages. And I don't buy cheap Bibles because I know they they better take, they got to be able to take a, a licking and keep ticking. And um, I don't use one translation. I think I've got 49 translations, maybe more than that by now. But um, I've got them from everywhere. And um, all the information is not in the Bible. But most of the information that's in the Bible does come from more ancient sources. And um, it's kind of like I think there's 16 saviors prior to the story of uh, the Messiah in the analogies. Man, you tell somebody that, honest to God, that they almost go bananas. And, um, well, the devil come here, and he done it. I thought, oh, my God. They got a devil that is so much greater than their concept of what God is, it's unreal. Um, but, anyway, I hope that kind of helped the program a little bit. You're done. Yeah, I, I believe it will. Brother, that makes perfect sense, the things that you brought forth tonight, man. I had to put it on mute a few times to keep from Charlie eyeing and jumping up and down. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to interrupt this call because what you brought forth is, I mean, there's a lot of knowledge there. People just can wrap their mind around it. Well, you, you have to ease them into it, Jim. I mean, we've been taught something so different, so strange from the reality that when we hear the real truth of it, oh, my, God have mercy. Uh, I remember MJ saying one time, he said, yeah, I listened to him. I just knew he was crazy. <laughs> in so many words, you know, not to put words in his mouth, but basically speaking, that's what he was thinking. And I can't say as I blame him <laughs> because uh, if somebody would have told me this, even back when I knew you in San Antonio, I looked at him, told him, man, what building did you fall off? How big was that rock he landed on? <laughs> I mean, brother, uh, and if we, if we, you know, if we have ears to hear and eyes to see and then we apply it, oh, it's, it's just a great, oh, mighty God, oh. I, I mean, it's just radiating through me. I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing and a wonderful well, thing. Yeah, I, I can appreciate that. Now, next week, though, if they really listen to this, it's going to prepare them. And the things that's going to come out, the different stories that's going to come out, uh, and and I'm having, I basically just have an outline. I, I got it, and it come to me, and I whipped out two pages, just boom, 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 you know, when it first come. And... Um, then what you do is you take that and you begin to expand it. You go and hunt out the different aspects that come to you from the mind. And you know you're taught from it because, God, there's no way in hell I figured all that out. And um, as I began to go further and further into it, um, I guess because I was willing to listen. I remember years ago I would pray that... Um, 
you know, I wanted to be able to do this or do that, you know, and read the stories of the Messiah and the analogies and consequently, you know, you wanted to be like Jesus in a sense. And uh, the, uh, I was going to go to Bible college. And uh, one day this little boy uh, spoke to me and said, Gary, you don't need to go. I'll teach you by my spirit. Mm, ding-a-ling. Uh-oh, ding-a-ling. I said, what do you mean you're going to teach me by your spirit? You know, <laughs> that's, that's how naive and ignorant I was. <laughs> and so he come back and he said, Gary, you were the very best student in the world. And the best teacher taught you. He could only give you 80% of his knowledge. Now, you being the best teacher in the world will pass that information on to your student, the best student in the world. You can only give him 80%. And so it's racked on down, you know, boy, I, time I got down about, you know, 40, 20 down in that neck of the swamp, I, I see real quick here. Uh, something had to be different because, hell, every time we changed hands and went from one teacher to a student, we lost 20%. And um, so I said, okay, I get you. I get your point here. And uh, but I was still kind of wanting to to know, you know. And um, about six months after I had had that experience, to say in San Antonio in September on the 22nd, and going through Silva um, August and September, you know, on the weekend classes, um, I went to Houston, Texas. And uh, Texas Bible College is there, and there was a guy named R.F. Dilworth, who was the dean at that time, and he was the head of the Greek studies. And um, I went in, and uh, um, my wife and uh, the children were with me in the camper and so forth, and so they just kind of stayed out, you know, and I go in to brag to with this guy. Three and a half hours later, He looks at me and he said, Gary, he said, son, I do not know where you went to school or who taught you. He said, but I'm going to tell you this right now. He said, you said you've been in this for six months. I said, yes, sir. He said, son, you know more than we teach at this university or this college. He said, we can't teach you anything. There is not a class that we have here that can add to what you have. And, you know, consequently, I got the big head. I thought, oh, man, yeah, balls hogging in her. And uh, so I rocked on, and it took me about six months to get my head screwed back on straight and realize that I didn't have the world and the bull and everything by the tail, uh, <laughs> that there was a whole lot more. But what it did was it gave me an idea and a foundation belief to realize that this inner teacher had taught me more than all of them could teach. And um, so I never did go. And um, I could outquote him on scripture. I knew where it was. I could tell all those stories. 
And there were people that was there at the college. We talked to one couple, and they were graduating. And um, they started crying. And, uh, you know, I mean, they were just ate up with wanting to do good and, you know, and, and you know, fulfill the ministry and stuff like that. And um, they couldn't get over all the miracles we kept telling them about that was happening every weekend, every day, you know, I mean, all through our lives. And uh, I was having to learn that somehow I had managed to open this vortex, this power. I still didn't fully comprehend it. Um, I was just getting a, a, a glimpse of it. But there wasn't anybody I could go to because no one knew what I was talking about. And uh, if I'd have went and told them, hell, I mean, they'd have went for me at stake, you know. And um, so um, I had to keep my own counsel and and study and research and dig. And uh, I got to a place that if I said it, I could back it up with Scripture. Law didn't make no difference because I knew I had to have that information in the ever-ready position. Because those people, now, if I could quote it, and I knew they were going to check me out. And uh, after a while, they just said, I'm telling you, if he tells you it's true, you just might as well just forget it. Because it, he's not going to tell you unless it's, it's on the money. And so I kept going, and I learned like that. And uh, <clears throat> I, uh, fortunately, I was away from the church religious structuring uh, system. And uh, I was able to study. And God, I, I was wearing books out. I mean, I'd go through um, a whole bookshelf of books. I'd have to change out a, a bookshelf of, of computer books every six months. And um, I, I was at uh, at the bookstop. And um, I don't recall now how much it was. God, it was. It was in the thousands of dollars that I saved at Bookstop. This guy looked at me and he said, damn, he said, you're one of our very best customers. And I got to looking at that and I realized, man, and that, I had to have bought over $10,000 worth of books because you only get a 10% discount. And I, it seemed like it was between 10 and 30 grand I had spent. And this was every year. And uh, strictly on books. And, um, and hell, I wasn't just buying them, you know, to put them in the, in the you know, in, in, the, in the bookshelf. I was reading hell out of them. And um, I had gotten a habit with Lily Stewart when I was in high school. Man, she was good looking, that thing. So, uh, consequently, I had a spare time and I set up my my class with Lily, and um, she uh, got me interested in reading because you know I mean you couldn't just sit down there and check her out. You know you had to look and say, "What do you need?" Forty is the remaining. No. And uh, so I got to where I would read a book a day. Now. If you understand in high school, they only allocate 16 books a year for a student. Here I was reading a book a day. I'd done that during the summer. I'd done that on all, all I mean, listen, uh, and I mean, I was just like a proverbial sponge. And um, 
so this is the thing. If I hadn't had that broad of knowledge and then background in special forces and stuff like that, and uh, silver, I, uh, Jim, I absolutely, I just don't think I would have caught it. And uh, because uh, I've looked back over my life, and God, you could see I've been put in special schools, special places. I mean, it, it's it's just astounding. Somebody has literally guided my life verbatim. I mean, just bang, 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 walk up the steps. And and it'll do that to you. It's just, <clears throat> if you want to go there, I guarantee you that divine mind wants you to go because you're literally a part of it. And uh, But it's waking up to that realization. You're done. No, I got you, brother. I mean, you know, like, I mean, in some of our talks before, the things that we talked about and things like that, like you told me, don't worry about it. Just be patient. Keep seeing it, and it will come. And lo and behold, I mean, that's what I did. I set my sights on my true heart's desire, and it manifests, like you said. I mean, you know, I'm doing... Uh, you know, the daily walk just like everybody else. But I have a, such an intense desire and burning within me that, I mean, I want to know it, but I want to know it right now. And I know it don't come always <laughs> right now. But, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, I still want to know it all right now. But <laughs> uh, I know that that's some deep water. Yes, sir. I mean, it's just, we just have to set our sights and, you know, be determined to follow through with it. Not to have a fear-based mind, but to, to walk in faith and belief and go forward. That's the only way we're going to cause movement and to get understanding and wisdom knowledge to grow within us. The biggest thing and the quickest way is to see yourself already doing what you'd like. Excuse me. See it as complete as you can. Make it real. Make yourself feel it. Oh, I mean, if it's a new car, hell, man, feel the, the wind blowing through the, the sunroof. <laughs> or the smell of the new leather, if that's what you want in that car. I mean, you make it real. You become part of it. And when you get through with it perfect, look at it and say, yep, that's exactly what I desire complete and perfect in every way. And I'm giving thanks that it's mine already because I've created it mentally. I've got the picture of it. And I'll accept this or something better. And you keep doing that every dadgum day. Now remember, that picture's worth 10,000 words. If it's empowered, it's worth more than that. And so you begin to amplify this mechanism to bring it to pass. You're literally plowing the fertile field of the mind. And she is like an ovulating woman. She's just waiting to get pregnant. 
I mean, it's, it's, that's what she's wanting. She's waiting for you to give the command to make it happen. And yeah. this is the story of how the God possessed the feminine aspect in the beginning. Possess her as I did in the beginning, you're instructing. Man, let me tell you something. That's too sexual for modern churchianity. I got you. <clears throat> and then, like it says, to meditate or to think about, that's what meditate is, to, yeah, to think that's about. Right, to dwell on yeah, to dwell on it, keep it continually before my eye, the eye of the mind. That's it. That's exactly correct. See, and, and you're you're learning to pick out the little secret words that trigger the insight. And yeah. as you gain that knowledge to where you can grasp them. I walk downtown, I walk through the buildings, and I can look. I can tell who's in charge in that city just by the architecture. I know if they're dumbasses or geniuses, just by what they're doing. The keystones in their building, and uh, the masons, and how they they set corners and do this and do that. I mean, um, hey, a craftsman is a craftsman anywhere you go. And um, when you look at uh, the story of... No, I was just saying, if you, but you can tell the ones that set yourself apart from the others. Oh, yeah, you you can always tell them that um, I'll go places and there's several men around here that um, they're well known to be very, very intelligent, uh, esoteric men, and yet uh, men that are knowledgeable, you know, in law and other things. And um, they won't even take the time to stop and talk to anybody. And um, I run into one of them, a man named Bobby Nichols, and God, Bobby was a clerk of court in DeRitter, uh, where I grew up. A brilliant man, really nice guy, nice family. Then his son became clerk. And uh, But uh, I ran into him one time, and I had been gone, you know, years and then come back, and we were at a place called um, Circle C Farm and Ranch. And um, it was Cooley, uh, Cooley uh, Dwayne Cooley owned it, and he was really a distant relative. And uh, we walked in, and um, I looked up, and I said, um, how you doing, Mr. Nichols? I said, I haven't seen you in a long time. And um, he said, uh, I don't recall exactly who you are. I said, sir, I've been gone several years. I said, but I'm Margie's boy, Margie Hickman. He said, oh, you're Gary. And I said, yes, sir. And uh, we sat there, and we talked 15, 20 minutes. I mean, and um, I shook his hand, he, you know, and uh, we uh, were really glad to have seen and talked to each other, and he left. And um, I went on to do my shopping. When I come to check out, there was a lady there named Grace. She looked at me, and she said, I am impressed. I said, why? She said, that man does not take the time to talk to anybody. And she said, you and him held a deep conversation for over 30 minutes. She said, Gary, I am impressed. And uh, But I've run into another one. I was at uh, a place called Singer, Louisiana, on the way back to Cut, going back into Texas. And we stopped, and um, I was with a friend of mine. And um, 
there was another traveler, high level. And the same scenario occurred. And uh, <clears throat> I was at the deal, and we kind of laughed and uh, talked, you know, and I talked with him. And this fellow sat there, and uh, he was uh, in a bunch of you know, different people around him. And uh, they would talk to him, but nobody would really go sit with him at his table. It was like they were beneath him or something. And um, we talked on, and um, he and I got into several really good conversations. And I had to go, and I, you know, wished them all a good day and so forth. And um, the lady that owned it, uh, her husband, we had done some business with them. And, um, matter of fact, the man had pea fields, and so they were picking up, you know, uh, top crop uh, field peas and buying them by the bushel and stuff like that. And we stopped back by on the way back out, and we walked in, and that lady walked up to me and looked at me. She said, you remember that man that you was talking to in that khakis and, and hat over there, glasses, and that center table? And I said, yes, ma'am. She said, he told me if he could find out who in the hell you were, he could sit with you several days and just talk all day long, just the two of them. She said, he don't talk to people like that. She said, I don't know what you know or whatever, but I'm here to tell you, that man, if he made that statement, whatever you said was right down his alley. And she said, these other people, said, ain't none of them around here can and getting his game. But it'll start happening. And and it, it's not that you're trying to be better or you're trying to show off or you're trying to do any. It just it starts happening. Because as you begin to put your mind to it and that divine mind starts opening up inside of you, oh, my goodness. I mean, the things that you will learn. Um, there's no way I could take credit for any of the things that I've learned or taught. Because, hell, they would talk to me. I got them just boom, 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 straight out. You know, I mean, I didn't have to go to school and, and, and file, you know, get a book or anything like that or research. It just happened. It started working. And um, I would share it. I would give it away. I would help people. Um, I would see people that uh, were sick, and I knew I could help them. Uh, and I would walk up to them and, uh, I keep telling them, don't go solicit business for me. Because uh, some of these people around here, they'll go hunting people up that's got these bad diseases and stuff. I mean, they, they want me to go and eat them all. And, and I said, don't do that. I said, you're causing me more trouble than I can deal with right at the moment. And uh, But I'd walk up to them and I'd say, ma'am, sir, um, I noticed this or that is wrong. Um would you like me to take that away? And they'll look at you, you know, and the ones that I find that are the most difficult to help are the ones that profess to be Christians. They don't no more know about the power of God in their life than a man in the moon. And uh, it just, uh, most of them are just very difficult to get a grip. They They can't, you know, that's got to be the devil. Anything the preacher don't do or it don't happen in the church service with the piano and everything going, that, that can't be God. And uh, other people standing right there, um, their arthritis would be gone. 
and um, hell, they they won't walk. They they'll straighten up. They won't limp or anything. I was at one place, and a lady had a back brace, and another lady had come up, and she had a migraine, and I removed the migraine, and she went on back over in the back, and they must have got back there and got got to talking. And um, I talked to them quite a bit at this one herb store. But you have to be careful because you don't want to get them in trouble. And um, um, so uh, the lady that owns it is an RN. And uh, she knows, you know, I'm I'm a healer and different things like that. And It wasn't long, and uh, I noticed this lady come walking up to me timidly, and she's wearing a a neck to below the waist, um, front and back, plastic lock-in brace. She'd had her back broke two or three places. And uh, must have been really having a problem. And she said, sir, she told me about her back. She said, "Uh, you prayed for that lady over there. I said, yes, ma'am. And uh, she said, you healed her. I said, well, I'm thankful. And uh, she said, sir, would you please pray for me too? And so I did. Nothing loud, nothing, you know, just my hand over her hand. And and um, she could feel the energy, and she walked away. Well, it wasn't just a little bit. One or two more come up. Well, there was another lady that was working the store, and she was acting as the manager, and she really didn't know me. And uh, all of a sudden, all these people are getting healed in this store. And, God damn, she come over and she, I want to know what it is you're doing. I said, nothing, ma'am. Who are you? I said, that's not important. I looked over at Shawnee and I said, Shawnee, I said, you know, I said, it's time you and I go. We need to, we need to leave. Ma'am, y'all have a good day. And uh, you fine folks, uh, uh, maybe we'll get to see y'all again. And I turned and I got my tail out of there before they knew who I was or anything else. But see, I mean, when stuff like that goes to happening, uh, Scotty and I was at Market Basket in Moss Bluff, and a lady had a goiter. And uh, I was at the register. She seemed like a real nice lady. And it was kind of bothering her and so forth. And uh, I I told her, I said, ma'am, I said, you can get rid of that by taking iodine. I said, you need iodine to help that goiter go down. I said, but if you won't, I said, if you'll hold out your hand, I believe I can make it disappear right here. And uh, she held that hand out. And now, I mean, the store's in Hub Hub. I mean, there's seven, eight, maybe ten registers going. And there was people that every damn one of them. And when I started running that energy on that woman, You could have heard a mouse start at a thousand yards. I mean, everything got quiet. There wasn't a register running. I couldn't hear a fan moving. I couldn't hear nothing. It was just quiet as a bell in there. And uh, I raised up and looked to see what was going on. Everybody was staring at me and this woman. Scotty was next to me in line. And... uh, she said, sir, thank you. I said, did your neck get warm? She said, yes. I said, it'll be fine. She never worked another day after that day. 
and from what I understand, she got totally healed. And uh, but Scotty come up to get his groceries, and uh, they they rung him up, and he paid for them, and it was so awkward in there. He was going to walk off and leave his groceries, and I said, Scotty, go back over and get your groceries. But I mean, stuff like that will go to happening. Um, you, you'll find that, man, it's a joy helping people. Got it. I mean, that's one of the greatest things that there is. I mean, it, you don't have to get paid for doing this or do that just to be able to help your fellow man. And see, that's really what this is. Go and, 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 and share this with those that are round about. Tell them of these secrets and this power. Uh, help them convert and wake up to it. I mean, anyway. That's kind of the way I do and the way I think about it. I hope to hell that maybe some of y'all would be inspired by it and do it yourself. I know you can. You're bound to have the ability. We all just alike. Be your dime, Jim. It's getting close to nine anyway. I understand, brother. Michael Joseph, before he got off, he said uh, on the thing, he says, uh, excellent teaching. He says, I hope to set this one aside for further review. Thank you, Michael. Over and out. Excuse me. Yeah, I like Michael Joseph, and he is a very studious man. He's a very intelligent man. Um, all of us, as we grow, we have to grow out of the things we were brought up and taught. And I mean, hell, I, there was a time that I was a literalist too. And um, you know, I mean, that's the way it was, and I had to, I had to wake up and learn. But uh, there's some fine folks on this call. I mean, Denise and and uh, our little gal out in in uh, Montana, and, and uh, we got uh, truth bugs in there usually. And I think sixty-four is uh, joyful, but she's uh, having to work. I don't know what her new schedule is, and. Um, uh, rock on different ones like that. Anyway, uh, I really, uh, I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope it's a blessing to you. And uh, go back and wear it out. You know, study the heck out of it. If you don't get the, the take too long, uh, you can hear it several times. And, and when you play it back uh, as you're going, you'll find that, um, um, just tell yourself, I want to remember, record, retain, and recall the key information in this class or in this teaching, and uh, not just in the future, but especially beginning today. And so you start telling yourself stuff like that when you go to listening. Pretty soon, the little key points will go to jumping up and jumping out. See, and that's what Silva did. He took and he found the key things that made it work, and he, he put the shine on it, brother. I mean, you can be wearing the finest suit in the world, but if your damn shoes ain't shine, you are undressed. Now, you can be wearing some old ragged-ass clothes and so forth and be wearing shine shoes, and then people look at you and say, well, at least he's trying. So all you got to do is shine your shoes. The rest of it come along. Your shoes are on your feet. That's your understanding. So shine your understanding. <laughs> y'all have a good one. Jim, love y'all all. Shalom, prosper, be in health. I'm out of here. Good night. The same to you, brother. I mean... Uh, you know, thank you for tonight's call. It, it was absolutely 100% uh, magnificently excellent. And I want to thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. I enjoyed doing it. And I, like I said, I trust that it'll be a benefit and a blessing to all of you. Shalom, Prosper.
be in great good health. I'm out of here, though. Yeah, shalom. Well, folks, it's, we've been on here right at uh, two hours now, and uh, I think that's just about enough for all of us so we'll, we can go back, and if you want to listen to it again, like you said, uh, feel free to do that as many times as you like because I'm telling you, I mean, it's packed with power and understanding in there. And if we just apply it and open up to it, it will, it will reveal many, many things unto us. And, uh, I mean, because uh, I know it, it's, it's been the past few days I've been reiterating this here, and so many things are coming forward. It's just a great and wonderful thing. And even the good book says, go tell the great and wonderful things that Yahweh has done for, you know, unto us and for us. I mean, this is the power. This is the understanding that's going to carry us through. It tells us to rise up and reign and take up our great power. And that's what we're supposed to do through the understanding of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. With that, I'm going to end the call. I thank each and every one of you for coming. Yahweh bless you. Keep you in perfect divine health. And may all your blessings and dreams come true that are good, good, and very good. And if someone on here can, um, you know, make a copy of the chat for me because I haven't figured out how to do that yet and send it to me, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, My email is yavaman at gmail.com and if you would do that I would greatly appreciate it Shalom prosper and be in perfect divine health blessings to all Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess Aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.